Hey folks, welcome into the Irish Steelers podcast. Michael McQuaid here. Delighted to be joined with the team who I'll, I'll introduce in a wee second. Big second week of the season already. It, it feels like we were talking about g- general topics, lads, trying to get through the uh, off-season and then obviously going through the pre-season. Second week, Steelers 0-1. A huge week this week. 1.15am kickoff on Tuesday morning for us. The Browns coming to Pittsburgh to Arkansas Stadium. The game is on Sky Sports NFL in Ireland and the UK and on Game Pass. But we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, first off, Jimmy, always good to see you. People that can't see you for now, you've got your Steelers gear on. You're, you're getting into week two mode, man. I am indeed, Michael. Um, it's it's a little bit chillier than it was when we last recorded. So the, this, the fateful Steelers hoodie is out for the season ahead. Yeah, great to be back for a, a second episode during the week. I'm a little bit more nervous than I'd like to admit about Monday night, to be honest with you. Uh, unlike you, I won't be staying up because I, I value my sleep. And but I will. Be the, <laughs> the, the first thing I'll be doing on on Tuesday morning is checking the Steelers versus Browns score, and I hope that it's. I hope that I'll be starting off Tuesday in a, in a good mood. But um, obviously, the news coming during the week with the injuries to two of our key players is is less than ideal. So I think the the, the battle that we're going to have is going to be a lot tougher than it would than it would have been, regardless. And um, so yeah, look, just fingers, fingers crossed, and all positive energy for for a good outcome on on Monday night last Tuesday morning. Yeah, we'll probably go through the injuries in just a wee second. I'll I'll bring Dave in in two seconds, but just Jimmy for me for people listening to this, maybe in the US or uh, overseas, maybe outside of Ireland, UK, Europe. A warm welcome to everyone that listens. We we must appreciate it. Um, do you do what I do sometimes, where you record the game? Or you wake up at six AM and you've got the full night's sleep and then you watch it without knowing what goes on. Cause I, I I love doing that. Like I actually it's epic. You know, in an ideal world, Michael, I would like to do that. I'd like to do my day's work and come home and watch the full game replay. But unfortunately, with the advent of social media, it's nigh on impossible unless you have a complete social media blackout and leave your turn your phone off. <laughs> Airplane <I> know, mode. <laughs> I know I'm gonna have people texting me all day um about the score anyway. So I think. I think what I'm going to do is just I'll, I'll throw one eye and then I'll try and stay off social media as much as possible and um, get home that, and and enjoy the full game recap then on um, on Sky Sports or on 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 Game Pass wherever wherever it may be. Looking forward to ready to breaking down it with breaking down the game with you boys. It's, it's going to be good fun. And um, we have no Manning cast on Monday night, but we've got the Steelers, Dave, in Pittsburgh. I I. I you know, we'll talk about this in more detail in a minute, but when when you're bringing in a divisional rival, it's always a big week, especially after last week. But I'm I'm excited, Dave. It's going to be a big week. Yeah, it's 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 been nice to have the the dust settle a little bit um, from from last Sunday. You know, we've been able to sort of take a step back and just reassure ourselves. It's only been one week, even though you know we hearts were flying everywhere, and you know it was everyone was going crazy. Um, but yeah, don't worry about it. I'll be staying up and I'll be um I'll be waving my terrible towel anyway. Uh, I don't know what it is. I tried to stay up last week for for the the Bills and Jets game, and as soon as Raul Rogers got uh, got taken off, I just hit the oh here the X button. But um, but for the, the Steelers, Steelers Dave, that's the thing. though, and I'm sure Jimmy will chirp in here as well. Like I know it's not Steelers related, but like, that's the thing that we have that's so different to the US. Like when something like that happens, and like you're either by yourself. And it's one o'clock or two o'clock in the morning. You can't talk to them about. It. You're like, oh my god. Hopefully, we don't have that sort of situation with anyone. Please, God, on Monday night. 
no, that's that's exactly it. Like the, the difference is, if I'm watching the Steelers, I, I won't even feel tired because I'll just be like, I'll be so glued to the TV, so it won't even affect me in one slightest way. Um, but it, it is, it's a bit difficult for ourselves, you know, because by the time the games finish over here, it's like half four in the morning, and I don't know about you, Michael, but and Jimmy, but when when we watch the games. We get this half time period where we want to fall asleep, and then by the time the game's over, you can't sleep because you're just glued to social media and you want to see what the reaction is. But obviously, with the Browns week and stuff, it's going to be ten times worse. You know, it's 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 just one of those weeks where you can't possibly stay away. As as Jimmy said, you you can't stay off social media; it'll just be ruined on you. So I'm just going to try and do the long game and and, and watch the whole game. And and if we win, when we win. Fingers crossed, I'll not be able to sleep for days. You're, you're a braver ma- man than I am, Dave. I I tell you that. I, I'm sure my age, you're all about you a good night's sleep, but we're staying up to watch a game anytime, to be honest with you. We're the same age. Like, man, I'm I'm both. I'm I'm up all night. As long as I'm in bed before half, like half four is my cutoff. If I'm getting up at 7 a.m., half four is my cutoff. On to the game, or on to a couple of things before that, uh, which are relevant to the game, obviously. A couple of injuries and Feel free, boys, to chirp in with because I know I know there's different ones or concerns. But Jimmy, start with yourself. Cam Hayward, groin surgery. You're looking up to eight weeks out. Deontay Johnson is calling his hamstring day to day, but we don't really know, and we can't confirm officially what that is at the minute. But we'll certainly have a look. Apparently, the the line from Pittsburgh is there was no definitive timetable for his return, so we would expect at the time of recording, we're recording on a Thursday, and that we're not going to see him on Monday night. Cam Hayward's a huge loss, but we have to just try and, um have that next guy up attitude especially when it's such a huge week after last week but of course Cam's a massive loss and I feel it for Deontay as well after the season that he had last year and he wanted to come out and get a few touchdowns this year he's going to have to wait a few weeks by the sound of it yeah I think um, the loss of Cam Hayward for at least eight weeks Michael is huge uh, and I think it kind of you know it, it almost perfectly encapsulates what a what a mess last week was that one of our star players, I mean, the heart of the defense, defensive captain, in all likelihood, a future Hall of Famer uh, on that defensive front, that he goes down with a, with a groin injury in week one. So I, I believe he's having the surgery today or tomorrow. He's officially out for eight weeks. And, you know, the Steelers struggled to plug that gap in the middle of the, the defensive line last week. You, you had Isaiah, Isaiah Loudermilk and Keanu Benton doing their best, but. Cam is just such an explosive player and just such a force in shutting down the run game, first of all, but also putting pressure on the, the quarterback through through the rush and filling the middle of that. It's it's definitely going to be a challenge to... You can't replace him. Let's just be honest. You can't replace Cam Hayward. There is no replacing Cam Hayward. The Steelers just have to do their best to to hold on as long as they can and, um, yeah, just do, do what they can to, to plug that gap. Dave, going on... Just what Jimmy said about the injuries and looking there, maybe at Deontay Johnson as well. Feel free to chirp him your calm thoughts as well. But you know, you're looking at a guy like George Pickens and thinking, can he take that next step forward? And he's going to be key on Monday night. Yeah, exactly that, Michael. Um, with Deontay, it's it's a massive loss. Obviously, um, he's one of Kenny's favorite targets, if not favorite. Um, but again, it's 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 one of those where if we're going to put a positive spin on it, next man up. You know, Calvin Austin, I thought was played. But, particularly well last week um, and he, he says big shoes to fill now as well and as you say with George Pickens you know there was a lot of talk in the preseason about him being the most talented receiver in football we have to see it now there's there's no nowhere to hide we have to see it and um, just as well on, on Cam Hayward just to back up everything Jimmy's just said there about him he's a surefire sure sure fire hall of famer Pittsburgh born and bred and um, again 
massive loss, of course. But and as well as that, you know, if you ask any Browns fan what they think about Hayward not playing, they'll mention they're absolutely delighted because he's caused them absolute fits over the year. But it's just, it's the same situation as as the, the Ante situation. It's it's next man up. You know, we've got Keanu Benton as well, DeMarvin Leal, and um, big opportunities to go ahead and and make a name for themselves. So, although Jimmy says it, they're they're irreplaceable he is sort of irreplaceable this defense and you know even to the city as well he's a massive figure but you know we have to sort of just try and spin it on a positive note and just say look next man up and you've got to perform to the level to be a Pittsburgh Steeler and that's it so hopefully the guys can step up and you know have every every set of being that they will if George Pickens doesn't have 10 to 15 targets never mind receptions on Monday night I'm going on strike lads honestly because <laughs> genuinely like he is he's one of the best young receivers in the league right now he is so talented we can see what he do what he can do against one-on-one he, he he's scary and he's like he's been underutilized in his in his brief career thus far and like genuinely he has to be Kenny's number one guy from from Monday night we, we, we both know the connection is we all know the connection is there we've seen it in preseason we've seen it last year so it's time to put that into practice now in the regular season and give feed, feed George the ball, feed, feed, pick it to pickings. You know that that's what it has to be. Spot on, boys. You know at the end of the day, I think I think the the great thing that I loved about sort of like like the hangover after Sunday was just getting on chat with you boys. So like I I think you get me in the right mood for this game on Monday night. Like let's get in the mood and let's hear firstly from Najee Harris and then Kenny Pickett ahead of the game Monday night football one fifteen a.m on Tuesday morning football I think that's going to be the name of the podcast Tuesday morning football let's hear from Najee and then Kenny Najee what's the biggest key for you guys getting off the fast um, I think us coming out there and establishing the win we couldn't do that last game but uh, you know that's, that's something I think we'll be, we'll be good but you know jealous. we've got to follow the game plan and execute it as a veteran on this team, how do the guys have to step you up? You said what? As a veteran. That's crazy. What? That's crazy. How does it feel? I, I know. <laughs> but um, how does the guys on the offense have to step up in the absence of the team? Yeah. Uh, you know, we're about to uh, find out we got to take a spot um, and then to make plays for us on the edge. We have a lot of guys who do that, so we're not worried about it. But, um, you know, just... Yeah, we're not. Uh, you know, for the most part, you know, Deontay's a great player. He should be back. He should be back in a couple games. So, um, you know, just somebody coming in there um, and just, you know, supplement for what he has, uh, what he brings is, is a whole thing. I'm going to call you a veteran again. But as a veteran, are you, giving, are you giving any of the younger guys some advice with Deontay Johnson's absence? Um, no, not really. Like, they already know. They, they, they already know this. This is a sport of football. You know, when one person goes down, next man up. They know what, what that comes with. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's a good time for, you know, somebody else to have an opportunity and make plays for us and uh, to get their name out there. Um, so, you know, they know what it is. Um, we all know what it is, too. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really not much to, to speak about if, if you know, you all know what's, what's set to come. In terms of tempo, how does your offense change? How, how does it work? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, we, yeah, it's all how to work on tempo. Yeah, how does maybe the tempo get you guys to get us going? Yeah, um, tempo, tempo, uh, tempo works out for us for the most part. Um, you know, us, us just having one word plays and lining up fast and, and getting to it, um, and, and playing with pace is is, is good. Uh, shows off our conditioning too. Um, you know, it might put the, the defense on edge. You know, because it might be out of plays for us. It might be out there for a certain amount of plays, and you know, we go tempo and start moving the ball. You know, it kind of works out in our favor. So. 
Najee, when we just talked with Kenny, he was saying that, you know, you guys, the mood among you guys is really good. You were able to turn the page quickly. How would you describe the mood among you guys going into a week as big as us? It was cool. It was cool. Just this a 17-game schedule. So, you know, the worst thing you could do is beat yourself up about a performance like that. Um, you just got to take what, take, take what it is, um, take, look at film, um, and just come in and worry about the Browns. Kenny, what do you feel like was the biggest adjustment you've had to make this week? Uh, I wouldn't say it was too much of an adjustment. We just didn't play well. We didn't execute. It was nowhere near where we needed to be. So, um, they'll keep the preparation as the same. I thought the preparation for the week was good. Uh, just about going out there and playing well and just keep. Kenny, when you looked at your performance, was it throws you didn't make, or would you like to have a couple back? To you yeah, did? definitely want a couple back early on, especially I think it's a different game. If we hit some early on, um, and put points up and just kind of keep the pressure um, going back and forth. But uh, I need to definitely be a lot better. Uh, we as an offense will be better when we decided to get back out there Monday. But do you think it was decision making or just throwing it? No, I was I was good with my decisions. It was just throwing it in the execution. What is it in your experience that you feel confident that you can bounce back from a performance like that? A confidence in myself, the team, the guys around me. Um, you know, I know everyone's going to answer the bell. We're going to come out and play on Monday. So I uh, love the energy we have around here. I love the practice that we had today. Um, everyone's putting their best foot forward this week. So it's just about, you know, going out there Monday night, competing and winning. Do you, do you believe you in back, football? You look back at the film and were you disappointed by what you saw and how do you bounce back? Yeah, I mean, obviously that's a really easy answer. Of course we are. We didn't play nearly as well as we've been playing or how we can play. Um, so it is what it is. It's 24-hour rule. Same as if you win. Um, you can't celebrate too long. You can't dwell on a loss too long. You let it be you twice. So that's the, that's the main uh, takeaway. Mike said that football justice is a reason why he believes you can bounce back. You put in the work. Therefore, you know, karma will kind of come back around. Is football justice something that you kind of believe in in that way? Uh, I mean, I believe you got to go get what, you know, you got to go get it. No one's going to hand it to you. It's not going to be easy. Um, I don't think you just kind of roll out there and hope it happens. Like you said, you got to put the work in to make it happen and, you know, go execute and play. So that's all I want to do. You know, have fun, go out there, play, cut loose, you know, see what happens. Kenny, on a few occasions, Coach Tomlin in his press conference talked about how good Cleveland's corners were against the Woodwater Sabres, Cincinnati. Yep. How do you guys plan to attack that, combat that, and around that if you have to? Yeah, it's under respect for those guys and, you know, great. Great defense, great team. Um, you know, held a really good offense to three points. Um, so obviously, it's a it's a tall order, but um, you know, we go out there, execute, play well. You know, I'm confident we go out there and put points in the board. How difficult is it to replace Deontay? And what about these guys? Makes confidence. Yeah, I think it's by committee. Obviously, you know, Deontay is a you know really good player. Does so many good things for us, and was really kind of trending in the right way. I thought we had a great all season and was doing great things in the game. Um, you know, just now it's you know everyone's got to step up and pick it up. You know, it can't just be one guy. Um, but, you know, I have a ton of reps with everybody, so I'm, I'm confident they'll go out there next team. Kenny, you were 6-for-6 six six in targeting Calvin last week. What's the confidence level at him? And going along with Deontay being injured, how, how much confidence are, do you have in him stepping in for a guy like Deontay? Yeah, it's been high. It's always been high on Calvin. He does a great job. He works so hard. Um, always where I need him to be. So I think that's why, you know, we had you know, success, you know, working together. And I'm excited to get it back out there, you know, one day, um, continue that success. Kenny, how important is momentum to establish? Is it important to establish momentum, especially in the passing game early, so that you guys can get into your rhythm and get that connection. Yeah, it's big. I mean, you just want to, you know, get a first down, get the chains moving, and get into the flow of the game. So that's that's what we want to get into on, you know, Monday night, get back to playing our kind of football, and then just see where it goes. You touched on it a little bit, but just how do you describe the mood among you guys kind of turning the page here and going into this? Yeah, the mood's been good. Like I said, it's 24-hour rule. Whether you win or lose, you have to keep that perspective. You can't change just because you win or change because you lose. Um, you kind of keep everything the same. 
and you just find a, a rhythm in, in the weeks as they go. But um, I think the guys did a good job at certainly Page, 24 hours, you know, fixing when we need to get fixed and, and excited to play on Monday. Do you have to establish more of a running game this week? I mean, yeah, we didn't we didn't have much of it, you know. Early on, we got behind and we were trying to play catch up. Um, that goes back to us just being successful on you know early downs, staying out third and longs, and and playing you know on time with football with the football. So it's it's a it's a uh, you know a task that we got to get on you know early. Okay, can you guys go more up tempo, or does the game dictate that? I know a couple of guys are talking That's, about you got to be successful on first downs too to mm-hmm. kind of get into that. Yeah, that kind of goes in the flow of the game. You know, you get the chains move, then you can go tempo. Um, so that's kind of, you know, we'll, we'll see how the game's going and we'll, we'll feel it out and uh, how we want to attend it. I know you emphasized your connection with George during training camp. Does he need to be involved in the offensive game plan more? You know, I mean, he'll naturally get more um, as it goes. Um, it just kind of shook out that way that Kyle had a lot. A-Rob had, had a good amount. I mean, he still had his touches, but we obviously want to get him more uh, more involved. So that was continue to be a challenge as we go. Okay, from the standpoint of home field advantage, you're sick of one home here. Uh, it was pretty rare what we saw last weekend where there's much of the infiltration of road fans. And how do you keep your home fans in it for your defense to help them out in the third and fourth quarter? Play better. Yeah, that's a, I mean, it's, it's not a rocket science answer. I can't give you any magical answer there. Um, I'm not, not too concerned with that, though. We have a lot that we need to focus on and get better on. The outside noise, the outside um, you know, distractions, whatever it may be, um, out of our control. Kenny, Kenny, is there one point you kick yourself over where you say, man, I make that throw all the time? Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's, there's a couple. You know, It was just off a little bit. Um, can't explain why. Um, you know, it felt good going into it. It happens, man. Playing, playing the NFL, it happens. Um, you know, I'm, I'm itching to get back out there Monday and play. Did you see a difference in their defense with Schwartz's his defensive coordinator last week? Yeah, you know, there's definitely a difference. New DC, they're going to have, a, you know, he's going to call his stuff and what he's been doing for his whole career. He's had a lot of good That's You know, he mixes it up. He does a really good job. We'll be on our toes for whatever, you know, prepare for what we've seen, be ready to adjust as we go on the fly. You know, kind of the same motto each week. Okay, that was Najee Harris and also Kenny Pickett. Let's like look, lads. Let's let's dive into this game. This is a huge game on Monday night slash Tuesday morning for us. I'm I'm buzzing to watch it live because I'm buzzing to see Arkashire under the lights, everybody going mad, crazy. Like I when I was like it was great being in Dublin last week watching the game with fans and stuff. But when I want to be at home, cup of tea, get ready to go four or five a.m. Hope that that third or fourth quarter goes fast and we get to bed early with a good result. But I guess, Jimmy, you know, looking at both teams, like the Browns had a huge win for themselves last week. You know, a lot of people did not think that they would go in in their home opener against Cincinnati and win that game to the level at which it did. You know, they, they, look, granted, the Bengals offense, especially Joe Burrow, did not show up. But when you got to Sean Watson, who finally has a full off season behind him with no restrictions and has a new OC in Bill Musgrave, his potential, his potential is off the charts. But for me, like the key to this game is establishing a run game, trying to get a run game going. I know it was difficult last week when you've got that sort of Niners defense. It is difficult, but this week is that. And it's trying to see Kenny Pickett have a bit more confidence. Now, I was impressed with his press conference after the game um, on, on week one. Impressed with some of the things he was saying there. Now, it's just about delivering that and giving him a bit more time. It takes him one or two weeks to get back to where he was at the end of last season. I'll take that, but... I hope we see that Monday night. We need to if the Steelers are going to win this game. Yeah, absolutely, Michael. I mean, establishing the run early on is so important. And the o- and that comes down to the O-line. That comes down to the boys up front and making those holes for Najee. 
um, to run through. And of course, and even Jane and Warren to run through, whoever ends up getting the majority of, of carries. Um, and once you get a solid run game going, that allows you then to open up the passing game, which obviously is the ultimate goal, is to get Kenny into the groove, get him some confidence, you know, kind of short to mid-range completions um, to whoever the receiver may be. But I think uh, as a whole, the offense needs to be in sync a lot better than they were last week. I mean, they weren't in sync at all last week, let's be honest. So, I mean, you, you fix the basic things like that and you could be looking at, at a whole new offense. And then in terms of defense, it's, it's the secondary need. The secondary was completely absent as far as I, as far as I could see, you know, last week. Um, Patrick Peterson, Joey Porter. Patrick Peterson's one of the best cornerbacks in the league and he had a very quiet game against, against the Niners, similarly with Minka Fitzpatrick, an all-pro safety completely non-existent in, in, in terms of picking up the receivers. So, yeah, like the whole, both sides of the ball need to step up, step up and put a bigger performance in, I think. If we have, if we go 0-2, it's it's going to be a disaster, I think. I think, like, it, it'll be rough. I'll not say disaster, but I completely agree. It's, it's rough because it's like, how do you call, how do you call yourself back? Never mind the AFC North, but the AFC, it's, it, it's like going down and trying to get up again. So hopefully we're looking at one-on-one. Uh, your mate and friend of the podcast, uh, Jimmy, before I forget and go to Dave in a second, Stephen Kearns was using the hashtag Steelers Ireland uh, on X. You can do so on Instagram and on TikTok as well. Stephen was saying about his keys in the Browns on Monday Night Football and he was saying, you know, two tight end sets need to feature heavily as you're going to need to double Garrett and Smith. And also the, the defensive tackles need to jam the line to contain Nick Chubb. You almost forget, lads, and I guess I'll go first with you, Jimmy, and then Dave Chirpin as well. You almost forget about the Browns run game because you've got the show on there and you've got different assets there. But Chubb could cause riot to any team, never mind in Pittsburgh on Monday night. Yeah, absolutely. Um it's so important to, to shut him down and just have a, like I said, my I make the, the defense needs to step up. Uh, inside linebackers need to tackle. Outside linebackers need to get pressure. I mean, TJ, TJ Watt just, just has to do what he's been doing or what he what he's done. Um, and like just a more cohesive team performance, I think. But absolutely shut down Chubb. Make it so that Deshaun can't, can't rely on the run game if he needs to. Uh, and make the offense one-dimensional and, and make them throw and hopefully we can get some, some splash plays and some turnovers and uh, hopefully we're all going to be in, in a better mood after watching watching the game on Tuesday. Dave, my man, before we get our picks in a few minutes, talk to us about your thoughts in this game. You know, we talked about the injuries. Uh, thanks, a big thanks to Stephen for giving his points. Enjoy Jimmy's analysis as well. Like I just feel like it's going to come down to, to, to Kenny on the, on the night because if you... He wa- I got I watched the game back and uh, I think it, on on Wednesday and there was those two situations especially at fourth and four and you feel like can he can he use that as some sort of learning curve going into this week especially when you're you're gonna have look let, let's be honest it's a home game but Browns fans are everywhere it's gonna be loud enough in there hopefully he can use that to his advantage and this is a huge opportunity now to not just put a marker down in the AFC North on Monday night but put a marker down in the league because everyone's watching it. At everyone at one o'clock in the morning, but everyone who's up, like me, full of coffee, is going to be watching. It. I know, I know, a lot of Steelers Nation will be up on Tuesday morning watching it on airplane mode as well. Yeah, no, you, you've just said it there, Michael. Um, the, for me, the key to success, without a doubt, you know, we can talk about stopping Nick Chubb. Obviously, it's important. You know, we have obviously the defense, get the defense off the field on, on third down. 
But honestly, I think the key to success is just getting Kenny into a groove. And, you know, we heard him speaking there uh, about the execution. The execution, just, the execution just needs to be much better. And I think if it does, I think we're in for a hell of a game. And I think we can easily win it, you know, just coming down to it. Um, you know, as well as that, you know, we mentioned about the, the, the key matchups as well. You know, we're talking about George Pickens and Al Robinson coming up against their corners and Denzel Ward. And I think it's Martin Emerson Jr. Uh, them two actually held... Jamar Chase and T Higgins to to a very quiet game. They actually held Joe Burrow to eighty two yards, which is crazy when you think of it. Um, so obviously there are some of the key matchups as well, and obviously you know stopping Miles Garrett, he's the, one of the best pass rushers in the entire league. Um, if we can stop him, then we're we're going to be competitive. So, you know, there's a lot of keys to the, to the success if you like, and you know you're mentioning they're getting that home crowd behind us. If we can just stay in there for a bit, a little bit longer you know the 49ers were able to silence us very quickly if we can stay in there a bit longer throughout the game the Browns are going to get uncomfortable and we're going to be able to put them under pressure on both sides of the ball so you know TJ Watt's going to do his job as he normally does there's no point in even talking about TJ because we know he's going to show up he, he does every time um, and it's just about putting all these pieces together and hopefully by the end of the, the, the half four on Tuesday morning I won't be able to sleep because I'll be absolutely buzzing with a Steelers win so um, my prediction, I'll just jump in with my prediction. I think the Steelers are oh. going to win 27-24. Call us right now. I'm, I'm actually, I was just thinking that in my head, Dave, it's going to come down to a field goal. And I, I'm going to say, the not to be, not to copy or be, or be boring, I'm going to go 24-21. Um, I'm going to go Steelers by a field goal to win it. In, uh, in the dying moments, a dramatic field goal Um. To, to clinch the victory over the Browns at home on Monday night. That's, that's nope. what I'm going with, my, my official pick there. The Wizard of Boz sees it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All hail Boz. Jimmy's going to wake up with like 80 million WhatsApps of us chatting to each other. We'll I'll, I'll, Dave, I'll, I'll, I'll text you separately in case Jimmy wants to watch the game on Tuesday morning. Um, before I give my pick, Steelers, Browns, 1.15am, Sky Sports, NFL in Ireland and the UK, NFL Game Pass. Also, the game is not blacked out. You can watch primetime games outside of the early and late windows on Sunday on NFL Game Pass um, I'm excited I'm excited for this I'm going to say it's a defensive slugfest and the Steelers win 17-14 to 14 after a tight game but I'll tell you what I'll take it I like. I think anyone especially after some of the games that we've had like the Monday Night Football game last week with the Jets was a great ending but it wasn't I wouldn't say it was the best game the Sunday Night Football with the Giants and the Cowboys was not worth watching in my opinion and I think across the league last year last week sorry you could see a certain standard not be there yet and I feel like this week we're going to get a lot more action and I think that the Steelers will get the win on Monday Night Football go to one and one on the season and just just really take it from there and try and get into that next game against um, the Raiders uh, on Sunday Night Football that week after when they're in prime time again and show people exactly what they are and um, it's going to be a good few weeks looking forward to getting some guests on as well we got to bring Owen Murphy onto the Ravens game in October boys. we have to do it we have to do it for the crack if people aren't aware of who Owen's a Harlem player he's a big Ravens fan but I, I, he's, he's going to come on and he's going to talk about the Steelers football as well the Ravens football so it'll be good fun but boys um Hope you both enjoy the game this weekend or just this Monday night. It's not even this weekend. It's on Monday night, boys. Tuesday morning football. I love it. Um, big thanks to everyone that's continuing to chat to us on X, on Instagram and on TikTok using the hashtag Steelers Ireland. Boys, can we get it? Here we go. I'll see you soon. Let's go Steelers. Massive game Monday night. Here we go, boys. Chat to you soon. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go.